Welcome to the Good Gal Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Sedevi. Hi guys, welcome back to the Good Gal Podcast. I'm Caitlin, or welcome if you're new. And if you're returning, hi. Thank you for coming back for more of this. <laughs> um... This week has been really, really chill for me. Um, Today, I guess I'll just start with what I did today. I went to church and then I had a nice little lunch date with my boyfriend and we went to a tropical grill, which was so delicious. And um, then I like convinced him to take me by Starbucks because I wanted a pink drink. And now I have another drink that is like the drink I talked about last week. So I mixed, I actually, so I actually got like a juice that was like a blend of different types of juices. So it's like pomegranate, cherry, cranberry. I feel like there's some other stuff in there. Strawberry maybe, I don't know, but it's pretty good. And then I mix it with my Spindrift and I'll give you a taste test real quick. Okay, that's actually really, really good. And it's less tart because I think so my thing with the cherry, no, the cranberry and the pomegranate juice. So I had just gotten like two bottles of this. So like I would mix them together. And I think it was just like because it was not mixed with like any other type of like sweet fruit. It was just very, very tart anytime that I drank it. And so that's why I was like adding maple syrup to it. But then it's just like, I don't know why. Something about the maple syrup just didn't taste like it gives gives it like a deeper flavor but then like sometimes I would add too much because I would never measure it so sometimes I had been adding too much and then it was just like too maple syrupy and so I just wanted to try something like different anyway it's really really good and then I took like a nice nap I've been in like a napping era in this summer I think just because this is like such a big change like everything that i'm talking about is such a change but i had a mono like less than a year ago i got it from my trip to europe because at least that's what my doctor like tried to trace it back to and it made a lot of sense because i was probably around a lot of different people that like we weren't wearing masks and like because the covid restrictions were just like so down which is like completely fine I'm not complaining but like you're just around people a lot and like you know you never know what someone could have so I probably picked it up in Europe and so yeah I had mono but then now that I went on that tangent I'm like trying to figure out what anyway so that like made me super tired in the moment like when I actually had the like major symptoms but then I feel like it's just made me tired like overall like a lot more tired and recently like I've been having the same like neck pain that I had when I first had mono and but my doctor was just saying that like the symptoms can last for like two three years like they'll like pop up here and there which is absolutely insane like uh anyway like your body just goes through so much when you get mono so yeah poor me boohoo but anyway I've just like been really tired so I've been taking like a lot a lot of naps 
Anyway, so I had a nap and then I worked on like some schooling because I am taking a college course this summer. Actually, I took two. I'm done with the first one though and I'm on to the second one and the second one's almost done. Like I have two more weeks left, but I'm trying to get the last week like done maybe this week instead of waiting till next week to do it. Anyway, but yeah, that's been my day and then I changed for the gym. So I'm like currently in my gym outfit and so we're going to go the gym it's just been unbearably hot here so like i try to take walks in my neighborhood but it's genuinely like the hottest and humid humidness no i don't know it's just been the most humid here and i just i can't bring myself to walk in my neighborhood because i will literally die like the only times that i can do it are like in the morning but then like you know on the weekends i just kind of get out of habit of like my normal weekday routines so I've just been I just am gonna go to the gym and I might do like some light cardio too like I know walking is cardio in and of itself but I like have kind of taken a couple days off this week more so than usual than my like usual rest days so I think I kind of want to like kind of just push my body in a way like I might do an ab workout. I'll I'll just like get there and kind of like feel it out. Um so yeah, that's been my day. I feel like oh I had something I wanted to just rant about. So okay. I am not trying to hate on anyone when I say this, but I am tired of all the Barbie stuff. Like, I don't care. Like if it's a movie, like can we just stop acting like it's the revolution or like some I don't know just like some major thing like everything is Barbie themed now like I walk into a store and it's like Barbies everywhere Barbie stuff everywhere I like go on my YouTube and it's like pretending to be Barbie or like Barbie versus Barbie who did it better or like I'm like I'm done or Barbie makeup Barbie inspired makeup all these like Amazon girlies with all their like this is my Barbie outfit and, like, I don't care. Like, respectfully, I didn't even go to watch... I didn't watch the movie. I don't know if I care. Like, I wouldn't mind watching the movie. I'm not, like, trying to boycott it. I'm not trying to be mean. But it's just, like, there's so much. And I'm like, why is... Why is this taking over our country? Like, why does this matter? It's a movie. Can we just move on? It Like, yes, it came out. Like, and for some reason, I've been hearing that it's not even that good. So I'm like, why are we... Why are we lying to ourselves and saying that it's that good of a movie that our whole entire lives, like, needs to change course and we need to, like, make everything about Barbie. Like, a good, good on ya. Good on ya. You do what makes you happy, girl. But I don't care. Like, I'm tired of seeing only Barbie-inspired content. Like, respectfully, that is just not the vibe. Please. But also, like, it would be fun to see it, like, go with friends and go see it, partially just because I want to see what all the hype's about, like, because I hear, I haven't really heard much, like, about the actual movie, it's just, like, uh, like, what, it, what is the word I'm trying to think of, it's just, like, an ideal now, like, it's an ideology now, it's not even just about the movie, it's just, like, infiltrating every single part of life, and I'm, like, is it that good or is it just like like because the thing is is that I feel like I have heard that it's not that good 
but I also haven't heard that much. So I'm like, well, maybe the couple of people that I heard, like, it's not that good. It's just like their opinion. I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know why I'm giving it so much <laughs> talking time, but it's just, can we just stop? Like, let's just, let's just go back to normal life. Like it's a movie. Let's take a chill pill. Everyone calm down. Our lives don't have to change. And personally, I don't like pink that much. Even though, even though I've been realizing, like, my Instagram, like, has a lot of pink in it. And I don't really know why. Because <laughs> I'm not, okay, I'm not one of those people that's like, I just don't like pink. Like, it's just not my vibe. No, like, I like pink, alright. But it's just, it's not, like, my favorite color or anything. So I'm just like, why am I doing so much with pink? Like, Take a chill. My favorite colors, by the way, are like very like emerald green, which is kind of ironic because I was born in May, so that's like my birthstone. But then I also really love like purpen purple purpendol. I was about to say purpendol. I meant like I was gonna say lavender, but I kind of just like purples in general. But it has to be like specific. I'm kind of picky when it comes to colors, like. <laughs> I, trust me, I like colors. Like, I don't necessarily hate colors. I don't necessarily love colors. But I'm just kind of, I'm kind of like, eh. But if you you were to ask me, like, yes, emerald green and, like, purple. And no, they don't go together, but whatever. Um, anyway. (laughs) I was looking on my analytics for the podcast. And it's kind of cool. Some of you listeners are from Iceland and Germany. And I've got to say, like, dang. Because you're really getting Southern American with me here. Um, I have not been to either Germany nor Iceland, but I would love to visit at some point in my life. Um, like I mentioned earlier, which I didn't even realize I was going to mention, but I went to Europe last summer for the first time and like we visited a couple countries. It was such a fun trip. And I have to say, one of my favorite places was Paris. It was like breathtaking. I love all the cafes everywhere and like the museums and the weather. It was really nice for being in the summer because we had just been in London and it was so hot in London. Like, I don't know if it was just the time of year, but it was so hot. Like, I didn't even realize it would be that hot in London. But then Paris was like much more manageable, which I don't know why, because it's more south than London. I don't know. Anyway, Paris is breathtaking. I already said that, but it literally is. Like, it was just, it's something about it. It's just, like, so, so cool. And we also, like, visited the Palace of Versailles, which is a couple hours away from Paris, I'm pretty sure. Or, like, an hour. And we got a guided tour, and, like, it was, it was also breathtaking. Like, it's such a beautiful palace. I, like, wasn't expecting it to be that beautiful and the Louvre the Louvre the Louvre I don't know I'm sorry that was absolutely disgusting I took French one year in high school and (laughs) she was always like the R's are in your throat and so I think I just like overdo it if anyway um but (laughs) that's that's such a side tangent um but yeah we got like a guided tour through the Palace of Versailles And, like, the history being explained as we went through, it was, like, so much more meaningful and exciting than to just, like, 
go through at your own like leisure I would have just been like oh this is a cool house but then like knowing all the history of all the people is like it's very interesting and I'm not usually like a history lover but this was so different and so amazing and I saw this like okay I saw this video I think I saw it on reels but it was a tiktok anyway this girl was like refuting her love I think refuting is the right word refuting her love of Paris because there are so many Paris haters out there, apparently. And she was saying how all she does is just sit and rot. And I absolutely love that. I kind of want to go do that now, like, after watching that video. And the people watching? Perfection. <laughs> okay, but also... Also, I have this horror story, kind of. <laughs> it's kind of like my own fault. But we were in a small town in the south of France, and I had to use the restroom so badly, and I could not find a public bathroom in sight because, like, you know, in Europe, like, you sometimes have to, like, pay to use the bathroom, like, a public bathroom. So, but it's still, like, cheaper than, like, usually if you don't, if you go into a store, you're supposed to, like, be a customer of the store if you have to use the bathroom, you know? So... Anyway, but I couldn't find a, a public bathroom anywhere. So finally, I found this shop, and I could see right to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm just making a beeline to it. And I hope, like, the lady that is dealing with a customer doesn't even see me. So I just, like, go in there. And I come out of the bathroom. And the lady, like, is closer to the bathroom. And she's like, where are you from? I said, America. And she was, like, going on about something in French. Like, I could not understand her. And... Like, it is my fault because, like, I had been warned that people don't like you using the bathrooms. But I was literally dying. Like, so I was trying to explain to her that I couldn't find the public bathroom. And she was, like, getting, like, even more angry with me. And I was like, I, I get it. Like, I this is the classic American thing to do. And, like, people hate us for that. But, like, I literally, I was just trying to be, like, so apologetic. And, I, like... I was literally dying. Like, my ability to walk had gone downhill. That's how bad I had to use the bathroom. And so <laughs> I was just like being apologetic. She was just getting mad. Her customer was just like looking at me like, I'm so sorry, what is going on? Because I, he didn't look uh, French. I don't think he was French. But he was just like looking at me like, uh, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. And I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I just like went out. I just left because I was like, I don't, I, I it, what, what else am I supposed to do besides like showing that I'm apologetic? Anyway, and I don't want hate from this story. I know I was in the wrong, <laughs> but I just wish like she would have been a bit more understanding, especially because there was no public bathroom for like five miles. And like all that to say, I loved Europe, just not the bathroom situation because that wasn't just France. Like that was literally everywhere we went it was like you had to buy like gelato or like a coffee or something like every time that you have to use a bathroom because either there's no public bathrooms or like the bathrooms are in a shop you know and you have to pay for something anyway that's just me complaining but <laughs> but yeah I loved Europe would love to go to Germany I've seen so many like cool pictures from like Germany and I went to Switzerland which I'm pretty sure is bordering Germany I think you know what? This is showing me how bad at geography I am. Um, I think. 
Anyway, but yeah, I would love to go to like that part of Europe because we kind of stayed on the western side of things. Um, so we did London, Paris, and then we went to Switzerland as we were going to Italy. So that was really cool. And then went, in Italy, we went to Florence, Rome, and Assisi. So that was really cool. Anyway, another thing to complain about <laughs> that no one cares is apparently this lady on my neighborhood's like Facebook group was complaining because this garbage truck spilled paint on the road at the entrance of our neighborhood and it got on her new brand on her brand new car and my mom was telling me the saga but the thing is is that I was coming home like right after she had posted it and my mom like told me and she was like just beware there might be paint in the like in the entrance like just try to avoid it so we don't get it on our car anyway I am coming home and there is no paint in sight close to our neighborhood. Like, I didn't even see it, like, anywhere. And then this lady, she, like, edits her post. And she says, sorry for the misinformation. It was paint from trucks that painted road lines. So originally she had said it was a garbage truck. Like, had, like, paint flew off of it or something. But now she was saying that it was the truck that paints, like, the road lines that are yellow and white, you know? And I'm like, excuse me, what, ma'am? What, ma'am? First of all, like, I don't really care what type of truck it is. Because the whole thing is misinformation. There's no paint anywhere near our neighborhood entrances. Either of them. There's, there's none. And so there's literally... Okay, and then I go to work. Like, that night. And there's paint, like, two lights down. Which is, like over half a mile probably down from our neighborhood but the thing is if you were going the opposite direction of our neighborhood like turning in a way that wouldn't even get us towards our neighborhood that's the only way you could have gotten paint on your car so i'm like lady the whole thing was just misinformation and i don't know something something like that like just the smallest little annoyances when like people these like old ladies, not old ladies, that maybe that was mean of me. Um, these middle aged ladies, they just like think that they are like, I don't want to say Karen's because I don't think that she was trying to be that way. Um, and I also don't really, I don't know if I love the term Karen. Anyway, these ladies who think they're trying to be helpful, I'm like, you literally could just drive like. I don't know if you were driving the car or not, but did you not, like, realize that it wasn't near our neighborhood at all? And then you're, like, and then, like, a couple hours later, the amount of time that it could have taken you to, like, see the entrances and know which one it was, you say, oh, sorry for the misinformation, but it's actually a different type of truck. Like, I don't really care. That's just misinformation. Anyway, I just have to talk about this sometimes and, like, laugh it out, like, because otherwise it bothers me for some no reason for literally no reason at all it bothers me it's literally so dumb anyway um <laughs> this week my life has just been kind of slow again i know i kind of gave a, i gave like a day update you know but then i wanted to give more of a life update 
And like I've been saying, I was taking more morning walks, but I've been starting to listen to the Huberman Lab podcast. And I've got to say, I feel so much smarter than y'all. I am better. I am smarter. And I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm literally not that smart. Um, but I just feel like way more educated now and really cool. And I do feel like some of that stuff, like their topics on that podcast, like a little bit above my understanding. However, it's pushing me to understand, which I guess is like the whole point of learning, but it has been a new addition to my day routine. And yeah, I... I already said, sorry, I am kind of going off of a list of things that I, like, wanted to tell you guys, but, like, I, I kind of, like, already talked about it some with my day. So, yeah, the college classes that I'm doing, I'm trying to, like, if you guys want to know, I'm trying to, like, graduate early from college, perhaps, just because, like, I would prefer to get in the work field sooner rather than later, and, like, I just, the thing is, is that, like, I just don't want to like stress myself out about that so like if it happens it happens but if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen but I do kind of want to at least graduate in three and a half years if not if I can't do it in three but the thing is is that after this first semester of school I'm gonna be done with basically my whole freshman year besides like one credit so I'm like I can probably make it work out to graduate one semester early. And the other thing is, is that I genuinely, I was looking at my schedule and for some reason I only had 13 credits of classes this semester. And I was talking to a girl and she was saying how like 18 credits is perfectly acceptable. So I emailed my um, advisor and we're gonna work that out because like respectfully like I don't know like I do think I can handle more than that anyway anyway and I don't want to be like overwhelmed in the coming years so yeah um I feel as though that kind of brings us to the subject at hand which is like no it's it's not really a good transition but I've tried to make it a good transition but I'm just wanting to talk about all the looming things in my life and how I'm trying to remove the fear surrounding them. So I'm thinking that a lot of us are in this young adult stage in life. So I want to make contact that is like applicable applicable to us. And these things are things that I think we should all you know, be able to work it out together. Because I think sometimes um, it's, like, easy to feel alone in how you get stressed or, like, how you think about things or, you know, because I feel like sometimes my fears, I'm like, well, other people, like, have things figured out more than I do. No, they probably don't. So anyway, I'm going to address the scary things in my life and providing some methods of finding freedom of that fear, which, you know, fear is the 
title of today's episode. I thought that thought that was kind of cool. Um, you can thank me later. I know I'm just like amazingly smart and talented and wonderful. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm in this mood where you guys are probably like, is she stuck up or is she actually like being sarcastic or is she actually the most egotistical person out there? And anyway, <laughs> I'm not trying to be. <laughs> But anyway, um, we're going to just start off with some lighthearted things before addressing some three major fears, you know? So I have a couple to just get us into the waters, okay? Starting off with number one, but please just tell me that I am not the only one afraid of the dark. <laughs> like, I mentioned this last episode. And since then, I had a discussion about why I fear the dark with my boyfriend, John. And we didn't necessarily, like, get to the root cause. But honestly, he kind of helped me-ish, you know, as much as someone can help you. <laughs> so I feel like um, I'm scared of what could be in the dark. And that is lurking. But if I really think hard... Where I am when it is dark, when it is like nighttime, is usually inside my house. And I know I'm going to be safe because all the doors are locked, the windows are closed and everything. And then if I am outside, well then goodbye. <laughs> May I rest in peace because I don't know what's out there waiting for me. Um, no. Well, I guess like if I am, I'm never going to be alone because I know myself and I know I'm never going to be outside in the dark alone because I make sure to have someone else with me if I ever need to be there so I will always have someone that makes me feel safe so my fear of the dark is slowly dwindling because I'm just telling myself that it's literally not that big of a deal because I'm like safe there's like no reason to not feel safe so I don't know that's not like, not very helpful but at the same time it's like helpful for me <laughs> to think about anyway Number two, car accidents. Now, I personally have been in a car crash that was, like, not fatal or anything, but still quite serious. Nonetheless, like, the other driver ended up going to the hospital and, like, all of the aftermath of going to court and such was actually, like, traumatic. Like, I'm, <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm being dramatic when I say it was, like, trauma-inducing, but genuinely, like, I have flashbacks when I'm driving and it does get like really scary for me sometimes. But here's the thing. If you have ever been in an accident, I really am sorry and my best wishes goes out, go out to you. But we're all going to be in an accident at some point. Like the average of accidents per life, like in your lifetime is like three. And, you know, regardless of how many, like how bad it is. But still, like so many people have gone through accidents and something that calms me is knowing that I can choose to drive in a way that is defensive and safe like I have the ability to choose driving safely so I can make sure to the best of my ability that the way I'm driving will almost never cause harm to anyone including myself so for me, knowing that I can do my part kind of calms that fear because then I have something like mental to grasp on. Okay? Okay, capiche. Number three. So now we're getting into <laughs> more deep discussion. 
I didn't, like, think about how long those things would take me to talk about. So, those are just, like, fun fears. (laughs) And now we're getting into more, like, serious things that I've been fearing. And there's only three. So, don't worry. It's not going to be a super long episode. But, yeah. Number three. What will my parents think? Okay, okay. So, this one is tricky because I genuinely think, I personally think, like, this, again, this is all, like, my perspective. I think we should be, like, respectful of the people who have raised us. And for me, that's my parents. So, my parents have always been the ones to allow me to do things. But now I'm at the age of having some more self-responsibility and less responsibility to them. And I will say this is a very difficult field to play on. I'm not fully outside my parents' jurisdiction, but I'm also less of a dependent than I ever have been before. I feel like if you have left for college, I think you will really understand this, especially when you come home for the summers. I'm sure this is something you have to carefully navigate. For me, being the only child, it is so foreign to my parents and honestly myself to ever do something without asking or checking that they are okay with it. Like even just Leaving the house for something small, I have to explain where I'm going. Which I think, like, that's kind of a safe thing for me to do anyway because I'm a female (laughs) and the world is scary (laughs) to some females, you know, to... Anyway, (laughs) I don't need to get into that. And maybe that's, like, different for you listening, but I'm sure you can kind of catch my drift. You can pick up what I'm laying down. So this is actually something that I've been learning over the past year because I didn't even realize this had infiltrated my thinking down to sticking up for my like own opinions like on anything. (laughs) I would usually just let my parents like decide what's best for me without making a fuss because I have always been kind of like that goody two-shoes type of person. Like I'm just, I just learned like at a young age that if I obeyed, I would probably get what I wanted faster than if I just, like, made a fuss about things, or, like, even just, like, making people happy, like, I just, (laughs) I didn't want to, like, disobey and make people sad. Anyway, (laughs) um, but as I've gotten older, this just made me, like, irritated at them more, and it kind of put up barriers between us because I was resenting them for deciding something that I was capable of doing myself. And with this fear, I just have had to like slowly project my side or opinion in whatever discussion or topic is at hand um, in almost a humorous way. I find this to be super effective with people you are close with because they can't get super mad at you if you're just messing around. But also they know like when you're joking seriously. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds. And while my parents might not like necessarily agree with the ways that my thinking has been um like refined and like things that I've been choosing to do they have like become or maybe always were just very understanding and I think that the people that care about you most who might seem overbearing actually would listen to you more than you might think and they might understand you doing your own thing better than you think as well especially if for so long they in a sense like ruled your life like me (laughs) I still struggle with worrying about 
what they might think of me doing this podcast or the careers I'm thinking of pursuing or even just the jobs that I want to get in college just to, you know, have work on the side or just, I don't know, even just like future plans that like I have in my brain, but I just don't know how they it would come across to them. Um, so, <laughs> and to be quite transparent, I am planning to explain those as the time comes but I've decided to just not worry about that until the day actually does come because if I'm not ready to talk about those things now then I don't need to worry about how to tell them or what to tell them and I'm not advocating advocating for sneaking around your parents or parental figures but I'm just saying if you're not ready to be open you're not ready and that has its place I think this kind of ties into just like fear of what anyone thinks and really like why do they have so much weight in your life I understand it's like easy to get caught up on the narrative that you think uh people are telling about you but really they do not matter no one will understand your choices unless you decide to explain however is it really worth it chances are it's not so just don't care. Literally the best thing to do sometimes is just to stop caring and just live. Just do what makes you happy and don't judge others for doing the same. So yeah, like be open to the people. You can explain to the people like, you know, for me, like my parents, I want to explain things to them and like why I choose different things in life. And um, even when I'm like fully out of the house, like I still want to have an open relationship with them and explain, like, life choices and stuff like that. But that will come when the time comes. And then everyone else, they don't necessarily, like, deserve an explanation from you. So, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to number four. This one's a shorter one. Do they really like me? Okay, this is also not really a relationship, but it could be. I'm just talking about people in general, like friendships, relationships, stuff like that. Okay, for starters, if you're asking yourself this, there's probably more that you need to ask yourself. Are you in your head? Do you really like them? Or is there actual evidence of bad behavior on their part? It is so easy to wonder and worry over if people like me, (laughs) but I have to have a real pep talk in my brain sometimes. I tell myself that unless... There is actual evidence that they don't like me. There is no reason to fear it. However, if you're asking yourself this, probably means that you're not comfortable around them. If like this is a repeating occurrence after hanging out with people, then maybe that's a sign that those people aren't for you or for me. I'll make this more personal. (laughs) If I am constantly uncomfortable afterwards, There's no reason that I need to hang out with them. I think there are so many people out there that would make me comfortable and happy whenever I am with them in whatever stage of life. So if I'm asking myself if they like me, it might be time to just try other people. And there's no reason to hate those people or think that they aren't good. They just didn't work for me. And that is A-okay. Okay. Number five. This is the last one. How will I ever make it? This one, 
this one gets my head going sometimes. <laughs> I worry about how to be like financially independent. I worry if I'll get a good enough job. I worry how to how how do I pay taxes? And if I have to move, how do you move? How do you pay bills? How do I have enough money to pay the bills? How will I ever afford a wedding someday? How will I ever afford kids? Literally, the list goes on and on and on. And so I boiled this fear down to how will I ever make it? Because life is so scary sometimes. And... Like, then I start thinking about how I've never navigated it on my own before. I've always been under my parents' house. I've always been a dependent. Like, but now this young adult life, it's like, like I said, you're kind of transitioning from outside of your parents' wings to kind of being on your own more. This might be so cliche, but I think about how everyone is experiencing life for the first time. Everything is new to everyone at some point. Even the people you look up to in life have no idea what the next step will be like. The best life advice I have ever received is to just take the next right step. My middle school math teacher gave me this advice and I absolutely love it. Take the next right step. It is so easy to get tied up in the I don't knows. Everything feels so daunting. Trust me, I am right there with you. But you just don't know what you don't know. And sometimes you can't know. So just breathe. Even if you have this dream of what your life will lead to, you have no idea what even tomorrow might bring you. So plan on what you can. Take the next step as it comes to you. But just relax. Also, try to learn. Be a sponge of information. And use your abilities to grow yourself into the best version you can be. Because then... You will be able to live the best life you can. I also saw a quote that said, create your life, don't just live it. And I really, really like that. Kind of like I said last week, you have to take advantage of your life as it comes to you. There is so much you could be doing with your time that you probably don't even realize. So that's the part of educating yourself. But then also like take advantage of that. Use what you know. Use what you can do. Use the parts of you that make you happy and again just take the next best step you are doing just fine you are doing a good job if no one has told you that today so no one has a blueprint of life so be delusional be bold be whatever you want to be create your life and that is like the mindset that I'm trying to have as I step into the new like college career type of stage in life like the next 10 years as I'm, I'll be entering my 20s and that's like a really pivotal, pivotal, ah, pivotal time in life. Oh my word, I cannot speak. Um, and there's so much going on at that time. You get so much freedom. There's so much not freedom because then you realize that you have to pay for everything. <laughs> on your own and it's exhausting (laughs) um there's just so many nuances in life that I think are so scary and they really can like just get to me sometimes but I really like that just taking the next best step as it comes and planning what you can like I said but also just being aware that your life 
is what you create it to be. And you can create like literally anything that you set your mind to. And that is just like so, so amazing. So for me, like that next step is going to college and learning about a career that I am really excited for and whatever. But I think always improving on yourself is is just a good, even if you're not going to college, if you're not planning to go to college, that is really okay. And I think it's so doable in this um, world that we live in now. It's amazing that people don't have to go to college if they don't want to. But I think just also being aware that you can still be a learner without going to a school and still self-educate yourself um, really tap into your niche interests and becoming the best at something and bettering yourself every single day. I think that really plays into also just confidence in the next step because I don't think that the steps that come to you will ever be like the wrong steps I think they're all planned out uh to be the best for your life and that everything happens for a reason so yeah I just I relax in that I take rest in that because then I don't have to worry about the future because I know that I'm doing everything now to plan for the future and be like ready for that future those future steps that I'm not even like about to take like those would be leaps from now but just as those little steps come every single day or just every so often that I'll be ready for those bigger steps later on so yeah thank you so much for listening you guys and I hope you uh relate in some way I think we all do regardless of if you related to these specific fears or not, I think we all do have fears that sometimes are just not spoken about. So if you feel that, I understand completely. I feel you too. And we're all going to make this work. We're all, we're all in this life together. And we're all, this is like the crazy thing. We're all like living at the same time. And that is like absolutely insane to think about that the people that, you're with like they could have been born at any other time and you wouldn't have that same life that you're living right now because you would be with different people anyway so just um be thankful for the people that are around you right now and then also just like again like take advantage of that be happy with um living this life that you have with the people that you have it's like amazing anyway I'm like starting to get scatterbrained because I am off script now. And so I'm just like talking, talking, talking. Anyway, I'm going to go to the gym now. I hope that you have an amazing day, whatever time of day that you're listening to this. And yeah, just be happy, be healthy, be safe, learn, educate yourself, stop worrying, just start relaxing and finding mindsets that really help you grow out of your fear of a certain looming thing. Just find a way to work it out and calm your brain down. It will be so helpful for you. Anyway, bye guys. Love you. 
thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can follow at the Good Gal Podcast. It will also be linked in the description. And if you would like to leave a rating or review wherever you listen, that helps me so, so much. And thank you in advance. Bye, guys.